look, your job is to be funny. And if you can't do that, then your job is to watch people like Louis C.K. masturbate until you get a show from the smallest room in New York City. Can you show those people your dick? comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Without asking. The worst rapist in Staten Island caught, which should come as no surprise, picked up by police after failing to hit pay dirt, rapeless after four attempts, in one single rapeless Shaolin morning, going 0 for 4 in a forgotten borough failure, an outing so less than memorable, it's unforgettable. His arrest is unsurprising. 27-year-old Taylor Hawkins was taken into custody after his bandaged private parts tipped off the cops that he could be the guy who got his private parts chomped down on by one of his victims. Hawkins had attacked three other women between 6 and 7 a.m. in West Brighton, two at bus stops and another who was walking her dogs. Before each attack, he announced, I'm going to rape you! Each time, he was thwarted by their resistance and drove away in a dark-colored SUV. His fourth victim was 14, around 6.45 on the S46 line, who he forced to perform a sex act on him. But she got toothy. Too toothy for comfort, her head earned a slap in the face. And the hapless fiend retreated once again, injured and out of commission for the moment. Cops found the SUV near the scene of one of the attacks with Hawkins inside the vehicle with his mother. When they took Hawkins into custody, cops learned he had an owie right where the toothy young victim had said she'd bitten him. Hawkins was also charged with robbery and assault. Joining me now, Seth Barron. Hey, Pat. Hey. How are you? I'm good. I feel much better now that this guy is taken off the streets. Um, yeah, just not, not driving around yelling at people. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> element of surprise really plays into I would successful think it rape. Would, it would be, it's not like saying, this is a bank robbery. Right, you don't like need to announce you don't, it. <laughs> you don't need to. Everybody, everybody on the ground. Right. While I rape this woman. <laughs> right. Seems unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like good, um, good practice. No, it's it's it, it isn't. It's on not. It's not best practices for rapists. No. Uh, not that I'm familiar, but I would no. assume you know you want to be uh you you want to come out of nowhere on something like that. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you almost want her getting right before she knows it's happening. Preserve the element of surprise. Yeah, and now he's he, he blew that. And so that's that's number one. Now I don't equate rape. <laughs> I wonder if with he success. was like, I wonder if he was like driving say he was driving like north mm-hmm. and she's in the southbound lane walking and he yells out I'm going to rape you right after I make a U-turn. <laughs> right. She's probably like, what the hell? Yeah. These cat collars are getting really <laughs> aggressive. Uh, well, I've almost heard people yell things like that. You know I mean? I, I don't really hear it. You overhear it, you know. But uh, cat calling, not really getting the rap that it did before. You notice that? It. I don't hear as much about cat calling now that it's now that it's down to sexual harassment. You see, they're picking the people that they want to accuse. Well, here's a little the, bit more. Here's the caution. problem with catcalling: is they made an issue out of catcalling about five years ago. They did. Going, yeah, they made a video. They made the video, and they were making an issue out of it and talking about it a lot. But and I wanted them to show her ass so I could see, like, what is it that they're the, yelling about? Yeah, yeah. right. It was but something. I'm, the I'm sure. The problem with catcalling. And this is kind of the dirty secret about catcalling. If, if I think you're about to explain the problem with catcalling as an issue. Yes. Yes. Is that, right, as an issue, the problem with it is that it's not really done by everyone. It isn't done by everyone. And they like to say that this is something that is done by everyone. They like to say that. But if you notice in those videos where they, the woman walks around for eight hours, 
this wasn't borne out. She was walking around 125th Street. Washington Heights. Washington Heights. Areas like Inwood. that. Inwood. Inwood. You're not... It's just, it's just, I mean, look, I'm not saying that there's no white man who's never catcalled. Certainly there are many. There are many. However, I think... A relative few. A relative few in New York City of the people who catcall... These are just facts. ...are um, like white guys. So the problem with the catcalling as an issue was that, as with a lot of these types of things, uh, you're finding that you're pretty much just... Um, you're basically pretty much being a racist. You're basically you're being a racist. You are. You're not accepting their culture. Uh, you're not. You're. You're. You're not allowing them the space to be who they are. And you know what? This is just part of of being. Uh, you know, in this particular uh, instance, or or in in this city, uh, possibly of a ethnically uh, Latino uh, culture, or possibly an ethnically uh, African American yes. culture. Uh, and and these are accepted parts of their culture. Uh, which they've they've come to expect. Now you're not if you're gentrifying a neighborhood, say, mm. you mm. think that you should just strut your pretty ass right down to uh, Starbucks and get treated differently just because of what? What makes you so special that you, you know, hey, I don't like that kind of attention. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, stomp mm. around all you want because there's people walking by there. I've seen black girls respond to, uh, you know, cat calling. You know, yeah, and they. Like that. They have no problem. They just they look back a little, you know, and they. I've maybe, seen uh, them get into conversations. Yeah, sure. That's it's called communication. It's called a guy talking to you. I think maybe uh, we could learn something there and say, hey, we should be talking to to, to each other on the streets. How else are you going to meet people? Well, I think that's the attitude. Yeah, you know, this is funny because remember the Access Hollywood tape with um, Donald Trump talking to Billy Bush. Don't I don't. You don't know what that was. I don't remember. That was a tape that came out. During the um, election hmm. in 2016. Election? Yes, the presidential <laughs> election. Oh, right, that. Now that yes. I remember, yeah. Where Donald Trump was caught on tape sometime before talking to... Um, uh, Will, access, one, one William Bush. William Bush about about what stars can get away with or what's what it's like. Men in power. Men in What men in power get away with. But it's kind of interesting. Like, now I'm not going to defend everything Donald Trump said. Um, but at the same time, they like to say he is a admitted sexual. He he's admitted to sexual assault. He's a confessed pussy grabber. Yeah. Now, as far as I can tell, he didn't really say he did those things. No, I mean that's like that's like calling Ralph Cramden an a, 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 a you know an admitted wife beater. Yeah, <laughs> I mean a little bit. You know. But wasn't he sort of saying like, look, if you're a star, you can just. Do whatever you want. You can grab him the here, grab him there. But what well, I, I thought was really interesting is when he said, you don't even ask. You just kiss them. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that how most first kisses go? Almost all of them. I yeah. mean, I, I, mean don't, he, I, I don't think, think most people are, like, seeking affirmative consent, except in, like, I don't know, certain, like, at Smith College or uh, what do you call it? Vassar. Right. Most some university where you're likely to be expelled if you don't. Right. Like if you're some kind of like 18-year-old male gender studies major, mm -hmm. may I kiss you? And yeah, and they go, no. Or they might go, well, you can. You can try. I don't know. Can you? Right. They probably have a lot of but funny most, answers for that. Most kisses, I'm sorry, but in a certain way, wasn't Donald Trump, it almost seemed very 
courtly and quaint. Kiss. He's starting. He's talking about a kiss. He's talking about taking about kissing a woman, kissing her right on the pussy. <laughs> Not even asking. <laughs> well, don't even ask. You just kiss, <laughs> kiss the pussy. You know something? I thought that really by the time he said grab him, grab them in the pussy, yeah. he, he was in full blown joking around mode. I, I mean, I like think so. you know, he w- the point he was making was simply that, like, hey, you know what? Powerful guys get laid. It's really easy. You can meet anybody you want to. And women, uh, to them, power is a great aphrodisiac, from what I understand. Right. This is all he's explaining. But this is just an example of the media uh, taking him literally but not seriously, while his supporters take him seriously but not literally. Right. Very clearly, it takes a certain disingenuous kind of like forced ignorance to go, oh, he's, he's excited to in the post. You can that's <laughs> ridiculous you don't yeah. think that the man is saying that so if people would just hey uh, stop pretending to think things they didn't think then hey maybe we'd be uh, better off however I just wonder if Billy Bush you know is, is he powerful enough to, to grab a woman in the pussy and I wonder if he ever tried that out I don't know you know who's not uh, nobody nobody has that kind of unless you are the the sovereign king of a nation <laughs> you better not grab anybody in the pussy and i don't even know if that would do it now uh speaking of trump and uh, you know like whatever we have a trump podcast uh and and seth was on the last episode uh, most recent episode i was actually episode, in the last two episodes, episodes. oh that's oh, right no i was on three and four episodes. and then there's another episode out now which is five it's a fledgling podcast called trump i wanted to separate politics from the New York City crime report because uh, I think most people want that. Uh, they don't necessarily not enjoy it, but you know, right. hey, it's like right. maybe that's not the place. It's like having dinner and dessert. You don't mix your lemon meringue pie and your stew beef stew together no. into one pot because yeah, that would be disgusting, you know, and 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 uh, and, and ill advised to say the least. And and really, you you want to go savory sweet, ideally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been one to sit down at a restaurant and order myself fucking piece of cheesecake yeah. as an appetizer. Okay. Just to fucking just, to fuck with just to be a baller. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if you do that on a date, you will get laid. Really? You can grab them right in the pussy if you that's do that. That's so great. That That's all it takes to be able to grab a girl in the pussy. That or to be a sovereign king of a nation. Order yeah. that cheesecake right off the bat. I'd they're like gonna go to like, have fuck. a flan <laughs> followed by a Caesar salad followed by an apple pie Followed by some swordfish. And then bring on the cunt. I want the cunt club. That's beautiful. Yeah, cut it into quarters, too. These uh, women do like power, but some of them hate power. Some of them hate the fact that Trump's in power. They, they want to feel empowered. They're so mad. They're denying them being empowered. And So, like, uh, we had the first anniversary of the Trump's election, and that was why I bring up the Trump podcast. If you're interested in listening yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. here's where it is, compoundmedia.com slash highlights. Check it out. If you're not into it, don't that's fine, to too. It. Don't listen to it. It's no big deal. Just listen to this podcast. Just listen to this one. We this don't talk fine. about Trump. Never. I will say one more thing, though. This is more about the people who gathered in Washington Square Park. Oh, those people a, were cool. A day of screaming, those a, were an hour of screaming. Cool girl. people. They they were very cool, and I, you know what? They're heroic. I'll, I'll go so far as to say they are heroes. Hell's yeah! Because what they're trying to do is topple fascism. And yes. I say I'm against fascism. Oh hell yeah! Where do I sign? Give me a sign. I'll contribute to whatever website I have to. 
and I will I'll say the chance because you know, I'm against it. And that's they were down there screaming. It was uh, quite a scene. Some Trump supporters showed up. Actually. Did they? Yeah. What they, did they do? Uh, they <laughs> laughed. They 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 chanted Trump Trump Trump. Okay. And uh, I I don't know if I it. I kind really, of wish I'd caught that. I don't think that it. Yeah, it would have been neat to go down there, wouldn't it? I just try to avoid mass insanity in New York. Yeah, it just, me too. I, I went up for that one women's march, and I, and the feeling I left with was so negative and chilling that I just, I, I thought, you know what? I don't need to increase my misogyny. I, just I, went, don't, I, I don't need to, to increase I it. I went to the Michael Moore rally the night before the inauguration. Oh, a rally? Well, it was like a big, like, yeah, uh, yeah, a rally. Michael Moore and uh, Rosie Perez and... Uh, oh, yeah. Susan Sarand. I mean, you can perhaps, imagine. Perhaps Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell was not there, but... Uh, but Tim Wilson had a great line about Rosie O'Donnell, because he said, she's the one whose eyes don't smile when she does. <laughs> and it's true. When you see her smile, she's just like that. Yeah. You know, and it looks more like a, like a dog growling at right, you. Right, right. Okay, showing that's interesting. Teeth. But anyway, so you went to Michael Moore? Well, yeah. His rally? Know, I, I, that, I kind of got enough. I had enough. Yeah. We, that we, filled me up. Right. I can imagine. He is particularly uh, vitriolic in his uh, in his attitude. This yeah. guy, the worst rapist, probably in New York City, uh, certainly in Staten Island. His name is Taylor Hawkins. He's not the drummer for the Foo Fighters, if you were concerned. Not the drummer, I repeat, for the Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins, 27 years old, taken into custody, bandaged private parts and all. And, you know, they all thwarted his attack. Right. All the women did. He would manage to get a slap and run off or something like that. One woman, he just slapped. He didn't even try to fuck her. He just no slapped her right off. He let off with the slap. He's like, I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to complete this. But he attempted raped. He attempted to rape four women in a one-hour period down in Staten Island at bus stops and then wound up in the car shortly later with, with his, his mother. Mom. Now, what do you suppose that's about? He, that's probably good cover, right? I mean, uh, maybe he was borrowing the wheels. Yeah, probably. And she's like, just pick up some gas. Yeah. Don't well, rape anybody. Right. I'm going to rape you. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you're right. He is like the worst rapist in New York City. Maybe that's just something he says all the time. Uh just like in his Before house. he tries to rape people. Yeah, well, could be. <laughs> it's his catchphrase. Look, we're, be a little more creative, you know, and maybe say it after you're done as a calling card. So you just got raped. Oh, wow. Rather than I'm going to rape. Announcing yeah, yeah, an attention yeah. always, not, right. it lowers the novelty. Show, then tell. Exactly. Uh, it's reported in the Times Ledger now, serving Queens since 1919. I'm sure you read, I've read it. The, the Times Ledger. Now, Mayor sure. Bill de Blasio, it's reported, is. Taking the bull by the horns to ensure the city's safety and preserve the quality of life for all New Yorkers. And we sure are appreciative of that. Mayor de Blasio elected to a second term now. He will serve for the next four years and slowly change New York City living. But let's let's talk about this story here. Like I said, in these town hall meetings, he's been talking about this. And he's he identified a growing issue in the city, which must be tackled directly. It's It's restaurant workers using electric bikes to make their deliveries. Uh, they're illegal for some reason. I'm not sure why. Motorcycles are legal. Bicycles are not only legal, they're almost mandatory. Right. So why are... Electric bikes? Well, why I'll are tell they, you. Why are they illegal? Well... Um, I mean, they're even gas efficient. There's no gas, right? They're electric. So? Well, that's 
that isn't that important? You, you you reduce the carbon footprint that way. Not really, because you're still using the electricity was powered somewhere. It reduces it, I says. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's I get it. Yeah, I they're mean, annoying as shit. You they don't make. Your legs. They're silent. They're silent. Is that what it is? So you don't even know. You you know, people ride them on the sidewalk. But how much better is it that like one of those goes by rather than? Say a Harley, you know, or any oh, motorcycle. Yeah, well, definitely. one of those little crotch rockets. Well, those are incredibly annoying. And they, there's, you have to cease conversations. They're louder than sirens. They're really annoying by but a lot. We talked about this once, and someone got mad. Yeah, I, nothing against motorcycles. They're just loud. They hurt my ears. They're fucking loud. They're ringing off the sides of buildings. That, yeah, I well, think we lost that guy forever. Yeah, anyway, just by mentioning motorcycles. Right. Look, take it easy, people. The electric bicycles. Look, they're illegal. We don't want to lose they're them. They're not. Either. Um. They're not licensed. I think they're great. Well. (laughs) (laughs) No, you talked about this one time before, how much they bug you. They really annoy me. And you've been looking for this to happen. For a long time. you and the mayor, a lot of common ground here with the the Blasio all of a sudden on this issue. Well, I think he brought this up. uh, He brought this up on the Upper West Side. Clearly, uh, this was a pre-election gambit. There were a lot of people, obviously, on the Upper West Side, like, cranky Upper West Side types mm-hmm. uh, who obviously yeah. were really mad about this. They pick up the garbage on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be Monday. Right. It's shit like that. Sure. Um, and up there in particular, there's probably a lot of these things zooming around for like restaurant delivery and all that. The sidewalk on the east side is a good six <laughs> inches wider than the west right, side. Right. And that's... <laughs> so I'm... Look, I... I if. I think it's great. I want them to seize these fucking bikes. I Look, want. I them, pay my taxes. I want them to arrest these people. And I want these people off the streets. And I want them deported. <laughs> I'm not going to give any ground on this. You don't want to get your food on time because that's what these people are doing. It's just well, trying I to never, do their job. I never order food for delivery. What? What? I really don't. How do you eat? Oh, wait a second. I forgot you have like a like some sort of a live-in chef. Or no, something. I don't. He has Seth Barron. You might not know this. Lives in the lap of luxury, and has a chef. No, who prepares him? <laughs> there, well, all right. He can name foods. I bet you could name ten foods that that I that I wouldn't even recognize. Don't know what they are, and and will never eat them in I, my entire life. I'll tell you this much. I came out this morning, and my mother-in-law had a giant pot filled with chicken feet and no, she was just that, yeah. nibbling on them what? and Are it was serious? so fucking gross chicken feet Whole she's pot? like oh do you want a chicken foot <laughs> and i said no wait a second what country is she from america wow and so is she from georgia by no. any chance the city the state of georgia because no, 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 no. georgia is the number one exporter of chicken feet what it yeah, is okay but that, that's just because they have a lot of poultry a lot of poultry yeah Dalton, no, no. Dalton, she, Georgia, filled with. She had chicken. this. I mean, this giant pot filled <laughs> with them. No, you say giant pot. Like a big um, what do you call it? Like Cauldron. A, no, no, they were already cooked. They were cold. They'd been cooked and put into like a Pyrex dish. Oh, I see. And they were in the refrigerator, and she was sitting. Did you eat there. them cold? I don't Does eat them at eat all. Them cold? She eats them, however. So she's showing me. She's like, first I bite off the nails, and they had these long toenails. <laughs> Good God! And I don't know if you she ate. The... Oh, I don't know what she did with them. And then she shows, and then I just start eating the foot, and she like starts off biting these chicken toes, which are really crunchy, and just chewing on them with all this like gelatinous like skin covering and cartilage. 
and my just crunching and popping. Goodness. It was vile. My goodness. It was disgusting. That's not even something that uh, is easy to comment on because, again, like I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to insult your your mother-in-law by any means, but I, I, my understanding has always been that uh, that was more of a like what you might call like a something a, an Oriental type delicacy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, it's I'm also describing the food. So yes, not, yes, it, yes. No, and I think it's also like um, like Jewish. Oh, I see. And so, you know, she really likes eating bones. Like, her favorite part of the chicken, besides the foot, is the back. <laughs> like, the spine. Wait, her favorite part is is the foot. That's I think. her favorite part. And then the spine, and she'll just, like... Like, she'll take a bunch of chicken bones, mm-hmm. and then they'll be gone. Like, she'll have actually eaten them. Oh, my word. Now, that seems dangerous because of splintering. Well, she just chews on them, and... Till they kind of disappear. That also seems um, like a risk for salmonella. Even eating the meat too close to the bone, you can risk that. Really? Yes. Well, I guess they're well cooked. If it's in any way undercooked. Oh, I suppose they must be very well cooked. Yeah. Okay. Well, so how many feet would you you say is is customary to eat in a sitting? She seems like she'll go through a whole bunch of them. It's like popcorn. I mean, she'll maybe eat like three or four. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's only two chickens worth. And then I was going out and she's like, can you get me some ice cream? What flavor would you like? (laughs) (laughs) Pigeon beak. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I want some squirrel tail. No, but I just. Ben and Jerry's. I just, I, I guess I could order in food. I usually just will go and pick it up. Okay. Well, you know what? I've noticed this about you. You're a walker. You'll actually walk places when you, yeah, you even yeah. given the option if it's a convenient walk you'll you'll go ahead and take that yeah, walk yeah 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 well <laughs> that's and that's all well and good but you know what and this is something the mayor says he goes you know what uh, we love our city but let's be clear crossing the street in New York City should not be a harrowing experience he's such a pretentious asshole with his the way he talks well of course I mean like but let's be clear getting that in there yeah. but let's be clear. And then it being a harrowing experience. I haven't seen any any, any uh, statistics on how many New Yorkers are killed annually well, by road actually, delivery men. Actually, uh, th- it doesn't really happen. While trying to cross the street. It's not that harrowing. Uh, it's great optics, by the way. This this story right here, I, and this is full disclosure, came out November 1st. Yeah. The day after the Halloween attack where a truck ran over like eight people. It killed eight people, ran over maybe 30 or something. Right. But, the, but his announcement came before that. Of course. I mean, it was a coincidence, but yeah. it just came out the day after. So I guess the right. optics, you know, an ISIS trained terrorist runs over a bunch of people the next day is going, these electric bikes. Right, 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 right. right. I see what you're saying. Now, it, yeah, he's not attacking the immigrants, though, because he's saying this. Heaven forfend. Yeah, he's saying, uh, we the immigrants, have to the immigrants are the victims. Find the businesses, he's saying, that use them. They're the ones who are making money. He said, we have to go after the businesses. They are profiting from violating the law. Not these okay. poor schmucks. Yeah, to you know, they they don't choose to peddle. They, uh, you know, I'm sure that it's not issued to them by the business, but they say the enforcement they have to take seriously. They're like, look, these immigrant delivery people, they don't really know what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think this is another way of saying that. Uh, besides, you're never going to get the money from them anyway, and you don't want to do anything to bother the these. I mean, they're here. 
They're like a guest, okay? Yeah, they're 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 here in our homes. We have to be kind and welcoming to the. Uh, yes, we we must. That's an interesting way to open look at arms. You know, to sanctuary. Way, to way look at it. Yeah, it's a sanctuary. That, that we're our, we're their hosts. They're our guests. Yes, you can buzz around in your and little... like the guest. You know, I think the Hindus say guest is God. And that's exactly how it is. Guest is God in so, a sanctuary like, city. Yeah, we should give them our comfort, like the, the best bed. The best bed the available. Best food. I mean, the best chicken feet that money can buy yeah. here in the Sanctimony City. Yeah. And please, by all means, don't bother wiping your feet when you come in. And don't even take off your shoes. Don't even bother wiping your ass when you come in. Don't do that. Don't wipe your ass on the way in. It is a pleasure a pleasure to smell you and a pleasure to clean up after you. Uh, from the uh, now, very interesting story here of a lawsuit uh, filed against, I suppose, the NYPD, possibly this cop. But first, the cop busted her. That's how it started. Then he tried mm. to bust a move on her. Oh, this is a New York Post lead. You know, a slew of lewd text messages came, and a lawsuit now has been filed in Bronx, Bronx Supreme Court, claiming this claiming this things that I just said. Officer uh, is 24-year-old Roni Santiago. Okay. He sent a photo of himself in uniform. Uh, now, this follows her uh, arrest for shoplifting at Target. Oh, which Target? Probably in the Bronx. But, I don't know. Which okay. which which Bronx Target? <laughs> <laughs> well, just because I used to go to the one up in Marble Hill. That's the one. Is it? You don't know. I okay. don't know. I, it's probably in here. Uh, well, anyway... He sent a photo of himself in uniform. That seems fine. Oh, why da not? Dashing. You might remember me. Just arrested you. Here's what I look like. Along with the message, however, love a woman who could sit on my face. <laughs> oh. I don't really know the connection uh, between uh, the uniform and the face sitting. Yeah. Or between shoplifting and face sitting. Unless. I don't know. Love I'm, a woman who could sit on my face. It doesn't seem... I, I wonder if he thought that there was like a clever like pun or if there was a twist that he thought was in there somehow. Maybe. Like, like with one of those like pickup lines that people like to say. Right, right. Love like, a woman who could sit on my face. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, like he thought it was witty. Like, are you tired? Because you've been running through my mind all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That type yeah, of that thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Heaven lost an angel because here you are. Yeah, I yeah, that's how yeah. it goes. Yeah, or, right. Uh, like you're not just an average bitch, you a you're an above average bitch. <laughs> That's right. another one. That's the, the so I wonder turn of phrase. If he didn't understand that, that it had to have like there had to be some wit, like a twist. Well, yeah. he's 24, so that informs the. Uh, he, he's only been hitting on women. Did for a you few sit years. on my face? Because I'm hard right now. <laughs> Maybe there was a setup to this that was not included. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe there was. It could have been taken out of context. Could Let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. In another text, you wrote, that "He's really funny." He said, I, <laughs> "He said I think you look better with the cuffs on." Hmm. I don't know if that's an S and M type of reference. Again, we're we're in the dark on a lot of these, and of course they're going to take them out of context to make them sound the worst. Uh, the plaintiff is twenty-two-year-old pet care specialist, Cami Safanti. She says, I was shocked and confused. Have you ever noticed how often there's an element of confusion in being a victim? Yeah. They very often mention, I was just confused and hurt and confused and yeah. shocked and confused. There's always a lot of confusion. I wonder if it was a confusion when she was um, 
shoplifting. Yeah, I wonder if there was confusion in that. Like, just being caught. Like, I was right. confused oh, in his wait. apprehension of me. Yeah. Well, it, that that actually ended up being dismissed and sealed. So I don't know why. Okay. It might be related to the fact that yes. the officer was potentially sexually harassing her here. Right. I haven't heard anything yet that sounds like sexual harassment. This all seems like normal, I don't know, like what you would call getting to know you or like, I don't mm, know, like a, just sort of a, maybe. it's an advance. It might be a little aggressive. Okay. okay. Harassment. I mean, it says, uh, she says the harassment began after she was arrested, arrested, excuse me, by Santiago for allegedly shoplifting at Target, hauled into the 52nd Precinct. Now, she was released on a desk appearance ticket. And uh, about 20 minutes after that, I mean, the guy didn't waste any time. No. And that's what you got to do. You can't wait for her to forget who the fuck you are. Right, right, right. So This, he, whole, like, this whole thing, like, don't call for three days. Forget it. No. Th- this, today, you're, you're, you're gone. T- t- today's not even soon enough. It's got to be right after you meet her. It Really, it's not only is it a different time, it's a different kind of city. You got to wait until she gets... And right the minute she got it, gets her cell phone back yeah. from receiving. It's, yeah, exactly. That's exactly when you've got to blow it up. You want her to, like, you want to give her enough time to have checked all these, like, irrelevant, insignificant texts from their parents or from, you know, family, whatever, people, where yeah, the fuck yeah, are yeah. you, and all that shit, lawyers, and go straight to, okay, so once she's cleared all that, then she gets one more, and that's from you. And uh, here, here's what he said. He told her that, in one of the slew of texts that uh, he said he he wanted to participate in a threesome orgy. <laughs> it doesn't become a quote until threesome orgy. He doesn't. Okay. He didn't say I would like to participate in a threesome orgy. He probably had another way of getting to that. Yeah. He also said that she was thick in all the right places. Now, did he spell thick T H I C K or T H I C C? Uh. CK. Oh, okay. Well, what's the difference? I don't know. Well, uh, I didn't know. I've never heard of T uh, H I C C. I I think that's like another way to say it. Oh. Thick. Oh, it, it thitch almost perhaps. I think it's just thick. Okay. Well, she's uh, she's that in all the right places. Now I'm going to show that's you great. a photo of her um, from, I believe, uh, the New York Daily News. Uh, although it could possibly be. Uh, a photo from the the New York Post. Uh, the, I'm referencing a PDF here. Uh, oh wait, uh, I just looked up thick, T H I C C. Oh yes, and I'm going to tell you what the definition of it is. Thank you. It, thick, thick, T H I C C is a slang term used as an adjective to describe the voluptuous curvature of a woman's hips. Online, the term has seen widespread usage as a descriptor. Okay. For images of bootylicious women in the same vein of dead ass. I see. So it has to be in writing, obviously. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no pronunciation change at all. No. Okay. Uh, and this is the woman. This is the woman. Now, first of all, she looks angry. She sure does. She I, looks... I, you know what? She looks... Uh, there's a certain look. There's a certain look that... Um, people have like anyone who is standing near uh al sharpton takes on this look mm-hmm. anyone who's been wronged by a city agency has this look <laughs> anyone it's this look of infinite hurt yeah and uh infinite settlement money coming <laughs> it looks accusatory yes but also vulnerable yes but i'm seeing a vague only a vague vulnerability in this woman she seems like you know, 
she looks like uh, she just told me for the third time that Mrs. Winters is out of biscuits or something. You know? Yeah, or the, yeah, the Popeyes yeah. is whatever. Sure. She she's she has a very angry look. And, she and looks now, really mad. Now, she looks as if she was just told by the by the post photographer. Okay, now look kind of indignant, angry. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think that that's why they all have the same look. They must, they're must they all taken by these photographers who, who coach them right. to the perfect... Because they, they know what they're feeling. They want them to express it. So yeah. they, that's the probably what's... Like not, she could have been someone who um, went to vote and she wasn't registered. Uh-oh. She could be somebody who uh, went to the movies mm-hmm. and they told her too fat to get inside you don't have a ticket <laughs> okay this would be much better <laughs> she could be someone who went on the airplane mm-hmm. and they said you have to have pants and they said you have to move to the no pants section yeah and i'm like this with my face look at her angry right hair parted right and all the hair pulled out of it now do you think she's this is the reason i brought the picture up okay headline is i was badgered of course with the oh, badges badge. and quotes because there's a badge i was badge red and uh does she look to you to be you know thick in all the right thick places in I, all the right yeah i sure. think she's thick in a couple of the wrong places as well oh, that, like her forehead yeah <laughs> yeah her her face <laughs> in general uh whatever you hey, know hey look no judgment. Uh, crossing the arms might not be, is, is actually that's probably a pretty good position if you're that way because uh, it, it kind of pulls you in, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. And you can sort of like you can see why a, a cop would find this woman irresistible. I mean, uh, she is she got it all. She got it all. You know what? Damn, I, she got it all. I bet. The thing is, it's probably all right. He may not have played it right, but I'll bet he was taught this by some senior cops. Like, okay, you arrest some woman for some stupid petty crime, say shoplifting, shoplifting, or something like that, riding an electric bike. I mean, for a woman like that, a cop, I mean, that's pretty good i mean she I mean, she's a petty criminal yeah but you know he's gonna over he'd be one to overlook that i'm just saying that like yeah for her to true. have a cop as a mate or a boyfriend or to be his side bitch that might be a step up almost certainly so he, he would prob- have her in a place where she wouldn't need to be shoplifting Right, he could take her to um, BBQ, say, and they they wouldn't even have to beat the check. They could like they could, <laughs> they could pay her for their meal. They could pay. <laughs> he could give her thirty five dollars to buy some Q tips. <laughs> Send her to get these eyebrows. Something taken. Something. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what. The... But I'm just saying, like he was probably like, oh no, you can meet. This is a good way to meet women. He probably thought, you know what? Here's a shortcut yes. because you know what? I'm just out. Rounding them up. Ha- you know what? I bet anything. If he hadn't said, "You owe me donuts. You're thick, and I want to have a threesome orgy." Oh. If he had just said, like, if he'd been a little, if he'd had a little bit smoother line, he would have been in. Because he came to her and, and he fired away as if he just had, didn't have to be smooth at all. No, no, no. And it's insulting because you're like, I don't have to try with you. You're a shoplifter. Right. You know, right, it's, so, right. It's, it's really like looking she's down like, on her. She's like, I am not a shoplifter. I am a pet care assistant. Yeah. Pet care. 
uh, she says, <laughs> When I am shoplifting Clairol, do not assume that I am not also someone who squeezes a dog's anal glands. Yeah. Such an assumption would be erroneous. <laughs> right. I mean, she's like Unfair. a professional. Yeah. She is an assistant pet. What is it? Care. Care specialist. <laughs> so, I mean, if he, I'm sure, look, I'm sure if he'd been like, hey, sorry about earlier, uh, but you know what? You real cute. Here's my number. Give me a call. Or something like that. She'd probably have been like, okay, okay. He said, hey, you know what? You might need some advice right now. And I can probably help you there because, you go. like, I know the law. I know cops. Yes. Here's how you play this. Yeah, yeah. And she would have been like, really? Okay. I'm real scared. I don't want to go to jail. He'd be like, you're not going to go to jail. He, he could have been like, let's get together at the Applebee's next to the store, yeah. next to the Target. Exactly. I'll buy you a peach tea. In invite her out? And then it would have all worked out. Then you can get into masturbating in front of her now you see this cop this is another example of this he's he's hitting on her downward hitting on her downward and she feels at the beginning that she has no choice but to reciprocate you see because she says well the first few texts were aggressive but not crude right you know you owe me donuts as you mentioned is one of them she said whenever you are free let me know i get off at four I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a smiley face emoticon at the yeah, end of that, yeah. and, or, or emoji. And now she said, well, uh, she said she reluctantly played along because she feared he might give false testimony at her trial. No, Worse no, yet, no. he a... might give true testimony at her trial. <laughs> right. That's not what she thought, but and, okay, go ahead. She said she even went so far as to text him a picture of herself. Oh. See, it was working. It was working. I, I don't think and that this was all And then for some reason, he started talking about threesome orgies. Because it was working. He thought, hey, yeah, but this girl's a whore. He played it too fast and too strong. He played it too fast and too furious. His uh, his text game is uh, is pretty bad. It's shabby and it's aggressive, and women are not going to put up with that. No, and not in 2017, Buster. Her criminal, uh, her criminal shit. Her the charges were dismissed and sealed. Uh, she said that uh, she didn't give him her number. By the way, he must have gotten it off the police paperwork. I'm sure that's illegal. She said it was alarming that he knew her address. He threatened to show up uh, at, at her home for dinner. <laughs> I'm going to come over for dinner. Maybe he just said that. I, 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 that's hardly a threat. Mm. Bitch, I'm going to come over for dinner. I want chuleta. I want chuleta. <laughs> better put on a fucking spread for me, too, because I'm going to be yeah, away from Yeah, uh, I think he kind of, like, fucked this one up. He uh, declined to comment, as did the NYPD. And that's probably for the best. Now, he should have texted his response. <laughs> right. Like, hey, how about some dick? I, I think that the threesome orgy uh, thing that he said was probably a, a, across the line. I'm not seeing too many of these texts. I'm, I'm sure that they're listing the worst ones, right? That and the thing about sitting on his face. Now, that one's bad. That one's uh, Well, he doesn't say... He doesn't say he wants her to sit on it. You know, he, he says, I love a woman who can sit on my face. Who doesn't? That's a universal thing. We all feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I love I, a woman who could sit on my face. Sure. Of course, they all could. I mean, basically. That's his way of saying, I love women. <laughs> I love and respect women. I love them and he's respect them enough to let gentleman. them sit on my face. Yes. I, you know, they just sit down. You look tired. Why don't you have a seat right on my face? The term that I always thought was funny was mustache ride. Okay. D does that amuse you? A mustache ride? 
It's all right. What woman would say yes to a mustache ride? (laughs) Do you need a ride? (laughs) A mustache ride? Probably not too many. Not too many, but when you find them, man, they are ready to buckle up (laughs) and go for the whole trip. A man jumped to his death Sunday morning from the roof. The roof of Trump International Hotel and Tower. 41-year-old Kyle Mulrooney. That's Kyle Mulrooney, 41 Plunged 44 stories about two hours before 8 a.m. when the body was finally removed by emergency personnel, which in this case weren't really emergency personnel, more just guys cleaning up. <laughs> yeah. So the emergency part's over. Right. Uh, and, uh, I mean, 44 stories is going to get you every time. Some of these times, people have jumped off 19 or 9 stories and stuff like that. They survive. Oh, well, well, 44. Yeah. That would be hard. Never heard of that uh, not turning out fatal. I think a cat can sometimes survive that kind of fall. You're kidding. A cat? I don't think so. Well, maybe not. Not, not a big cat. Not a not a lion. No, certainly. <laughs> you might be the king of the jungle, but so why did why does this guy do that? Well, you know what? I, don't know. I it, there's probably he probably had a good reason. I think most people who do commit suicide, they they feel they have a good reason, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say they probably feel pretty convicted that that. Because that's jumping, a good jump, idea. Jumping off a building is like, you know, the it's every uh, impulse that you have says don't do that. Yeah. So, except except the one that said do it. Except that one uh, on that day that was uh, certainly uh, – we have a lot of jumpers here. I, it, there's I, been a lot lately. Yeah. I mean uh, – I, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot there's of buildings. A bunch. I'm having a lot of trouble with this microphone. No, you're I, not. You just, I just – it's it's uh, just I guess I'm not like a stand-up comedian, so I don't have the instinct. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Of putting of putting a cylindrical object into my mouth. <laughs> that's why. Is that rude? Well, you've never even come and seen my stand-up live, by the way. I don't think I've ever seen any stand-up live. Oh, for crying out loud! Well, you'll see some on the sixth of December. I can't wait. You actually. Uh, would be a great stand-up. You really would. You'd why? be a fine stand-up. Why? I don't, I, I, I don't have any jokes. <laughs> that's the best. You don't want jokes. You you've you've said funny things though, and that's what. See, there's two kinds of comedians, as they say. Okay, now there's a lot of different ways to break this down. You know, Newsmar Mandy Statmiller's dad will tell me these things. He's like, there's two kinds of comedian. He'll he'll explain comedy to me. Oh, great. He's never done stand up, but he can. He's you know listened to comedy up to a certain year, <laughs> like around Richard Pryor. Okay. And Robin Williams, and so he and he analyzes it. This is not his breakdown. This is a breakdown I've that I've heard uh, some comedians uh, say things uh, funny and then some comedians say funny things. Okay. So if you say things funny, you don't need to say funny things. You just have to say things funny. That's kind of like what Louis C.K. does. For instance, he's talking in, in one bit about like, uh, you have to do these exercises in the morning, right? And he says, uh, how long? He says, um, forever. Uh, I got to do them for it. This is just what I do now, you know? And that's... Not yeah, really funny, right? But he says it in a funny way. Or if he says something like, I have "Harder a, to steal from that kind of." I have a four-year-old. She's a fucking asshole. Right. That uh, on the face of it, most people, <laughs> you know, not a, really that a, funny. A, a statement like that in the hands of most people will not be amusing. It will be frightening, a little bit, yeah. a little tragic, but okay. not funny. Uh, so you've got that. You've got that ability to say things funny, and oh. and if you can say funny things and say them in a funny way. And that's what makes you special. Oh, okay. Which do you do, Pat? I say funny things. That's great. That's it. I don't say them in a funny way. Okay. Take like Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn says funny things. Not really in a very funny way. 
That's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of an angry way. Yeah. The important thing is December 6th, West Side Comedy Club, right there on the Upper West Side of New York City. I'm talking about the nicest club up there. And it's really, to my mind, uh, now I love Broadway Comedy Club. I love that, and I love Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Okay, and I love Dangerfields, but but this club is is new. It's How about very the one nice. on Twenty Third? That Street? would be New York Comedy Club. I also oh. like that. I like that club. No, it's on Twenty Fourth, but it's Twenty uh, Third Street is Gotham. Yeah, that's a fine club. I you know I don't uh, perform there as often as I'd like to, but it is very nice. I got married there. Oh, so I guess that counts today. Two years ago. Two today. years ago today. <laughs> This is how I'm celebrating my anniversary uh, by talking about uh, this guy who jumped off a building with uh, Seth Barron. And there's no, there's not a thing I'd rather be doing. Trust me. Oh. My wife is out in Coney Island. Okay. Doing God knows what with <laughs> right? who knows who. <laughs> yeah. I love her, but she's fucking. You know, let's say she's got a mind of her own. Well, okay? whatever. She's got a mind of her own and somebody else's too. That that's a, doesn't belong to her. So uh, here's what's happening that night. It's the sixth. It's a Wednesday. That's the night you're going to want to come and see comedy. By the way, did I ever tell you I made money on my wedding? You've mentioned that. That's pretty People good. People pay for their weddings. It costs 27000 for the average wedding, 30000 Even if you spent five or 10000 you spent more than I did because I made $1,100 on my wedding. Yeah, but Beat didn't them. you have to rent a... Um, I guess you just wore your suit. I wore a suit. It was perfectly... Now, she she did have a dress that cost some money, and I think, it, I think she rented that. I think it cost a few hundred dollars. Didn't you have to buy wedding rings? Yeah, but I'm talking about after expenses. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not Wait, just talking about the Wait, you netted $1,100? Yeah. Oh, we got paid. Nice. Uh, so it doesn't really say anything about a note here or anything like that. Mm. And, and and so, you know, we he, he has a history of schizophrenia. Oh. His mother saw him uh, before he went to sleep the night before of his death and was told of the tragedy in the morning. I thought maybe he said something, but he's on his way back from Florida, the dad is, so that's the full story on Kyle Mul Mulrooney, 41, well, now deceased, yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, goodbye uh, to you. Hope your life was good. Sounds like it probably wasn't. <laughs> if you're a fan of New York City Crime Report, you're better than most people, let's face it. Uh, do me a favor. This is really important, and I've never been one to do this because I don't like to be... Uh, to me, if you listen to the show, that's the reward. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I mean, I'm that's, so happy. Wait, your reward? My reward. I'm thrilled that they're listening. I. That's the whole reason I do it. I love it. And so I hate to ask for something, but if you could go to iTunes, if you could subscribe, that would yeah. be great. If I'm you know, going to do subscribe, it. That would be great. If you could also leave a review, a five-star review, yeah. it would mean the world to me. Yeah. And, and I'm talking like if 50, 60 of you do it. Yeah. If if don't do what I do, which is listen to the show on YouTube. Stop it. That's stupid. Stop encouraging. I did they that with my daughter. She said, "What? Only fifteen people listen to this? That's pathetic." See? I said, "No, a lot of people listen to it. They just don't listen to it on YouTube." Right now, if you want to go listen to it on YouTube just to get that number up, I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, Maybe I would do even it throw in you a video. Addition. But do it in addition. If you could listen to the show in five or six different places, yeah, that would be of maximum benefit to me. Yeah, and failing that. Get five or six people listening to the show. You have a friend that might like it. I know you do. If you don't, then find one. Make one. Yeah, make a friend. Cat call. Uh, and, and then start a conversation. Arrest somebody and then send them uh, texts. Go to a comedy festival. Invite them to your hotel room. Yeah. Block the exit. Take off all your clothes. Right. And masturbate while yelling, please subscribe to New York City <laughs> Crime Report. Do it. And... If you could leave that five-star review, that would really be helpful. And, you know, write a couple of words. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to write me personally, hey, 
I also do interpretations. Yeah. I'll do that for you. All you have to do is write me at patdixonnyc at gmail.com. PatDixonNYC at gmail.com. I'm not, I, I always do this wrong. I give you a bunch of different ways to reach me, but you know what? Go to the, uh, if you're not on the Facebook pages, you know, I'm, I love to be active with those. I miss shit sometimes. It's hard to check in all the time. New York City Crime Report on Facebook. New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon on Facebook. We have a page, a little community. You could be listening to the show at crimereport.nyc. Mm-hmm. You can also write me through there. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets for December 6th right there at crimereport.nyc. That's going to be at the Westside Comedy Club, December 6th. Seth Barron will be there. I I'll will be there. there. And uh, I, I think I think Mike Britt. You know who Mike Britt? Mike Britt's a very funny comedian, but he's also the guy at the beginning of uh, the show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And he sings, uh, he goes, uh, females are strong as hell. Oh. It's, uh, he's, yeah, he's the one who, like, found her or whatever. And so, like, uh, that's, he's, <laughs> that's how he's part of the show. He's on every single episode because oh, wow. he's on when it comes on. Mike Britt, very funny, one of my Great. favorites in the city. He will be there. And, you know, the rest of it, hey, send me some requests. Maybe I can make it happen. You yeah, know, and listen, if you live out in Hazleton, PA, if you live in Vernon, New Jersey, yes. if you live in, um, you know, some someplace in central Connecticut, come on down. Yeah, it's within a, it's an easy drive. Yeah. And uh, if you live we, within three hours of New York, you should really be there. It would be one of those kind of experiences that you're going to be telling your grandkids about. And uh, what, what time is it at? It's it's around eight o'clock. It's like an eight o'clock show. It's oh. it's it's like a reasonable time. It's and not, how long this are we isn't the do midnight show. I guess probably about an hour and a half or an hour and forty five minutes. Okay, this will so be, you might have to leave work a little bit early if you're coming in from Hazelton. And, and and really, you are a crazy person if you don't want to leave work a little early anyway. Yeah. So this is a good excuse to do that. I can't wait to hear all these guys from Pennsylvania saying, coming in and being like, "Where do I park?" <laughs> well. We, we got some prep to do. Look, plenty of street parking, I'm sure. There always is. Uh, but, hey, I'm, I, I don't even think I've worked out any deals on this yet. But I will say this. If you wear a size small T-shirt, if you and say you're a lady, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get a T-shirt. And... I'll give it to you. I'll give you it. I'm going to give you a New York City Crime Report t-shirt. I'm not even, I'm not talking about selling merch. If you're yeah. a woman, you show up and, uh, or a small man. Yeah. Little, gu- s- little guys. Say you're a child. Little guys, come on in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've never seen a man who, who would wear a small t-shirt. They're very, very small. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of women will, even when they look full size, they, they, they like, uh, you know, the, it's a nice, the, the, the shirt is good material. It fits well. You're going to get that for nothing, just for showing up, and because any, this show is going to be killer. Anybody who comes in from a non-adjacent state to New York, yeah, say Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, I'll buy them a Harito soda. Oh, okay, <laughs> sweeten the pot. You're going to get a free Harito soda. Now, those are delicious, and uh, and they don't make you impotent. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Forget that. Uh, and they they just taste good, and and there's real sugar in there. That's something that you don't get in every drink. A lot of times, it's yeah, that's corn a big. Syrup. That's a big. Um, I like that that that's become like a selling point these days. Real sugar, <laughs> yeah, cane sugar, <laughs> not the thing that's come out now that's worse than sugar. Right. Listen, uh, it's downstairs from Playa Betty's. Now, uh, the the word on the street it's that means beach Betty's. Yeah. Playa yeah, means Playa beach. means beach. Now think beachy, but think delicious food that stuff is is 
look, you, this it's a one-stop entertainment evening because you got the the amazing dinner, yep. and then you got the amazing show, yep. And then you're meeting Seth Barron and Pat Dixon, and yep. then and, and I'll sign friend, autographs all night. He'll sign them, and he'll sign them in urine on your face. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> At some point, if you want, I, I, I can only shill so much until I start to, uh, offering to have you piss on their face. It's not. Look, trust me, it's going to be a great show. December six, I'll see you there, at Westside Comedy Club. Hi. 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 I'm Sarah Silverman, and you're listening to New York City Crime Report. I was just looking back at some newspapers, you know, because I, I, I often will reference these papers from a couple of months ago. This was August, actually. I was yeah. looking at uh, Aaron Sayer, who oh, is yeah. probably my very favorite slut teacher of all time. Um, yeah, well, she's she's really something else. She's attractive. She's, I think she's, I, I wouldn't say unrepentant, but I don't, I've never... She she seems pretty unrepentant. Yeah, uh, I remember I, that picture of her sitting on her front stoop, just kind of like lounging there in her short skirt. Like, yeah, I fucked my students. So what? I, I had the idea that probably those pictures were taken before. Oh, you know, maybe. like I mean, maybe she's sitting there like I could potentially fuck my student, <laughs> but she's married to, uh, formerly married to an, an attorney, right? Whose name escaped Jimmy something? Jimmy. Um, Something Irish. Jimmy Shortsleeve. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, well, hell, I don't know. Okay, Aaron Sayer. I'm going to Google Aaron Sayer's husband now, so we can find out. Just, I think uh, Aaron Jimmy Sayer thing. is a Turk. I believe she's Turkish. Really? Now, see, that makes sense How to come? me. Well, because she has, the, uh, you know who else is a Turk? Is from the Young Turks. Schenk Uyghur? The other one. The woman. I no, can't remember. She's Armenian. She's Armenian. Yeah, Anna Kasparian. See that's Anna Kasparian. That's their whole um that's the whole frisson of the young Turks, is that they have a Turk and an Armenian. Yes. Legendary historical enemies. Now, did, oh, okay. And that's the frisson? Yeah. What, See, what, I think I get that from context, <laughs> but what's the literal meaning of that? Frisson like the spark, the Oh. See, look at the picture of Aaron Sayer there. Her wedding picture. She doesn't. Her her arms. She does, she's not covered in tattoos. But I think her left arm was the one that was they're, so they're tattooed. Bo- both. I, both. Oh, they. But she's sleeved on both yes. sides. Here she is. Her uh, upper arms. With. Uh, yeah. See, I think that's before she got into doing heavy drugs. Because you notice she's not. She kind of has more of a full figure there. Mm. Like she doesn't have that weird like methed out. Yeah, she looks a little more full figured. You're absolutely right, and that's on our wedding day. Yeah, Jimmy Lathrop. Lathrop is his name. Jimmy Lathrop, here he is, mustacheless. The mustache is really key to his face. Well, I think if you look at him now, he's also lost the mustache. Mm. Well, that's too bad. And he's really, um, I think he's really red-pilled himself because now he's like super into Trump. Well, now, why would you have thought that he was otherwise before? I don't know. Because he lived in Williamsburg? Yeah, and with his hat and his like his wife who <laughs> has sex with that's a very high school un- students. If you're a Trump supporter, your wife will not have sex with high school students. And no. Aaron Sayer, thirty six, most certainly did had oral and intercourse with then sixteen year old Kevin Ng 
at least eight times, including times that occurred on school grounds in her office, and uh, I believe they would run off to her SUV on occasion. Yeah. Now, Pat, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes. Um, this case is from several years ago. Yes. And, and is then, there any reason why we're talking about it? Well, now? in August, what happened is that he was awarded seven hundred fifty grand for this. Yeah. I mean, this kid won the lottery. I'll didn't say he? he did. He got to have sex with his teacher. Um, he was 16, 17. It's not like he was like eight. Oh, right. So he's not like scarred by it. Sure. Yeah. This won't be, this Probably. will be a pleasant memory, I would think. And now he's getting, now she owes him three quarters of a million dollars. Now that's payable by her? Yeah. I thought that this would be paid by the school. Don't they have insurance for that? You know, that's a good question, but I think this is from her. Hmm. I don't know. Let me just see. Because this will be noted. It says, uh, Yes, former high school football player who had sex with his teacher, Brooklyn's infamous Horndog High. It's Horndog High. Yeah, that's James Madison High School. And it's known for a lot of, you know, prurient type activity. Right. Just netted, uh, he netted 750 grand award for damages. He was a 16-year-old student there uh, when his tattooed English teacher, Aaron Sayer, plied him with pot and seduced him in 2011. I don't, smoking a little pot's one thing. Being plied with pot, quite another don't yeah. ply me with pot. Right. Uh, if you want to give me some pot, that's fine. Yeah. You want to let me, give me a toke off your reefer, old lady? That's fine. Sure. I call her old lady, but I mean, she's an old lady to him. While the married mom was supposed to be tutoring him, the pair were having intercourse and oral sex in her SUV, as I mentioned, and in, and in her office, too. Uh, I guess uh, she was accused of keeping a stash of weed in her filing cabinet. So hmm. Now, what makes a married woman like Aaron Sayer? Turn to student dick. Um, you know, I, I there's been a lot of cases like this in the news lately of teachers having sex with their students, like female teachers having sex with their students. Yes, I think it's something <sighs> in the water. We discussed this a, a long time ago on New York City Crime Report, but not on the podcast on the um, the on camera version. Oh, right, yeah, for Compound Media, right? Yeah, and I think. Um, I don't know. I think women nowadays, they've really been told that they can have it all. Mm. And a lot of the time, you know, teachers are the sort of girls who, um, you know, maybe they weren't like the the most popular girl in um, high school. Obviously not. And now they're like, oh, I'm really sexy. And, oh, I can have sex with the head of the football team. That's right. He was a, a star football player. Yeah, I didn't I, I wasn't taking that into account. I'm sure he was a very I mean, popular kid. I don't think these these women are having these teachers are having sex with like the dorky kids. No. Like, no, they're not bottom feeding <laughs> out of their own classroom. They're they get their pick of the litter there. Right. So it's just hmm. all about their vanity and that that's the problem with modern society is there's no we used to keep a check on women and their sexuality and their kind of penchant for destruction. We did. And now those checks have been lifted, and they're allowed to pretty much, well, they're encouraged to do whatever they want. Yeah. And, you know, to have this this whole, you know, the whole rhetoric of empowerment and uh, equality and all of this stuff. So now, you know, they're just running wild. So there's there's bound to be some blurring of the line there because they... Not everybody will shoot so high when it comes to just having everything you want. Yeah, right. It, 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 when it, you know, it comes to having sex with a teenager and a student, right? Many women would say, "Nah." That's even 
for the woman who can have it all, that's too far. Well, look at this woman's like wedding picture. Like we said, like mm-hmm. she looks like a perfectly um, respectable type of bride. Yes, and uh, she looks like she's maybe like I don't know, one hundred twenty-five, one hundred thirty pounds, probably like a. Uh, nice little. Oh, she's a good 160 pounds there. No, she's not. You don't think so? She's really little. Uh, Maybe she's not. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, she, yeah, she, she's got fat arms there. So I know. think she got married and she had the kid and <laughs> right. they probably were doing a lot of drugs and um, she just went a little crazy. She got tattoos all over herself. Uh-huh. And. Um, but you never know it in this uh, conservative blazer that she's wearing to well, court. That's to court. Yeah, and she's also not looking at the camera with that "what me worry" grin anymore. She looks a little bit more downcast. Well, didn't she didn't Her go to jail? Her match. She didn't go to jail. No, but she did. She does have to register, I think, on the sex offenders. Oh, I would certainly hope so. I mean, she was guilty of this. Uh, I, she pled guilty to a certain amount of it. She was charged with fifty criminal counts of statutory rape and sex abuse. Copped to a plea deal. Was sentenced Boy. to ten years probation. Boy. Stripped of her teaching license, designated a level one sex offender, which means she's unlikely to repeat it. Level one, and I think she actually is not required to um, reg- to list herself on the website. But yeah, level one is not right. really that bad. I mean, like, no. apply- I mean, once you take her out of the classroom, I think that really reduces it the, her chance of reoffending by a lot. It's it's like problem corrected on the spot, you know. What do you suppose uh, she does professionally now? Uh, I probably think, a tutor. <laughs> I would think it would be hard. I mean, it'd be very easy to find out who she is. It w- you think it would be like easy? Like if you were applying for a job as her. Oh, right, yeah. You're not going to hide your past very easily. It would be very tough. Well, she dropped off the radar. Well, yeah, around uh, 2013. The teen's father, by the way, is named Bruce Barron. Any no. Any relation of yours? It's, that's the teen's attorney. The teen's lawyer. The teen's lawyer. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was father. Yeah, teen's lawyer, right. Um, yeah. Bruce Barron. Uh, well, it's spelled with one R, right? One R. Yeah. You spell yours with two. I spell mine with two. Oh, okay, yeah. He he may be a relation of mine. He probably is a very distant one. Back in the, Yeah, he's well, he's obviously a member of the single, the single R Barons, which um, I'm sure you guys look down on him. Apparently, we do have... Uh, some relations with with one R. But. See, I'm the D I X O N Dixons. We're not the the D I C Ks. We don't fuck with them at all. Oh, really? Not a part of my life. How about life. the D I X X X O N? Yeah, that's that's the future generation. I think. <laughs> Ing's mom sued Sayer and the city in civil court, citing her son's emotional anguish over the saga. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, lost. It was ten million dollars. She was trying to get. She lost that suit, but the teen's lawyer continued with his case against Sayer. And Sayer, whose husband left her in 2013, is nowhere to be seen. I just wonder where she could be. Maybe she left. Maybe she left the city. A lawyer said he had filed numerous civil motions on behalf of Ing in the past five years, and each time Sayer, quote, didn't show up for court. I'm, I like this. I'm looking at the Baron Associates uh, law firm website. Services we offer, negligence cases, auto accidents, trip and falls, slip and falls, dog bites, Really. Teacher bites. <laughs> to I think teachers. I, if I have relatives who are lawyers, these are probably them. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, that's important stuff. You don't. I mean, like, you want to sue in a dog bite situation. Sure. I mean, if you if you if you're lucky enough to survive it, usually it's a pit bull. Right. 
if it's a pit bull, you probably didn't survive. Um, Maybe the pit bull bit your uh, baby, and yeah. uh, and you were able to get the baby away just by losing. It had only lost an arm or something. You know, dogs bite all the time. Like, they do. Cocker spaniels bite. Sure. Uh, little dogs, those, those those little wiener dogs. Yeah, Beagles yeah, yeah. Are, are biters. Beagles, all kinds of terriers. Yeah, they they bite. A poodle won't bite you very much, I don't think. The only time I was bitten by a dog, it was by a poodle. No kidding. I mean, I think I was about three or four years old. And yeah. It, it really just kind of nipped at me. Oh, those, they, yeah, they, they nip. That's what the, Mandy used to say that about, and you saw Mandy Stadmiller, she had an old, uh, she had a pit bull. Dog oh. weighed, had to weigh 230 pounds. Well, probably not. And it would nip, she said. It would just nip at people. Oh, well, But it yeah. bit and nipped. <laughs> There's a bite and a nip, and it would nip. Well, often, but bite less often. Okay. But, well, I think if an enormous dog nips at you, it could probably do a fair amount of uh, same amount damage. of damage as, as like a poodle bite, probably. Right. A poodle nip is like a that, that's like a that's like a gnat. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. She said. Now this is when she was asked about the judge's decision. Uh, she's forty-one now. Oh, she still lives in Brooklyn. Okay. Forty-one now. She was thirty-six when she committed this crime. Wow. She's moved on twice by now. She's probably not even having sex with teenagers at all anymore. And I think you're right about that. I think it's that vanity thing, that captain of the football team thing, that maybe they weren't all that popular in high school, but now you reach an age and you're a teacher, you're in your 30s, maybe this is her time, you know? And, and, and yeah. like, if you're good looking at all as a teacher, they want to fuck you. Yeah. Students are horny for teachers. Yep. Because, you know... Jesus, they're there. And so she just wore something even a little bit revealing. Sure, like, sure, wow. sure. Wow. Looking good, Miss Sayer. You yeah. Know. No, I'm sure they get off on thinking that their students are all, um, you know, all over. Like, Oh, yeah, I them. see. Now I recall this picture. Absolutely. Yeah, she's got her sandals on, her Birkenstocks maybe. Like and she's sitting flops. there. Oh, you're right. She is all tattooed up on both arms. Just kind of like, so what? <laughs> yeah, so what, the what are you going to do about it? Chin up. Just like, yep. Maybe I did fuck my student. Yeah, you'd like me to fuck you, wouldn't you? I'm and, not going to do it. Yeah. She's um a tutoring situation too, by the way. That's a hot situation. If you're with if it's a hot tutor, right. then then that's like you're pretending that it's normal for you to spend hours together and sit this close. Yep. But you know damn well it's unnatural, but it's but it feels real good. Right. And she just hasn't got any like what you would call uh She's unscrupulous. And, she's and she, completely unscrupulous. And she has no impulse control. That's the main thing. If you've got impulse control, none of that, you, you don't have to have scruples. Well, this come, here we are back again to the, the words of wisdom and the sage principle of Pre Vice President um, Mike Pence. Yes, we're, yeah, exactly. Who don't. said, I do not have private meetings or social meetings. Just me and another woman. Yeah, bad news. And it's you know what? It's, it's probably the best thing to do. It's just a good principle for two reasons. One, if you at all are the type of person who might... Um, you fuck know, the vice president. Fuck the vice... Or, or no, if the man is the type of person who, you know, doesn't necessarily trust his impulses, well, then it's best... Not to uh, put yourself in those situations. But even if you do trust your impulses. Even if you do. You can be held responsible for things you didn't mean to say. Exactly. Or you could be the victim of a false accusation. You could be the victim of that. Now, those happen. I mean, they're one in a blue billion. Oh, it almost never happens. It's, it's, I've, I, I doubt I've ever personally heard one. 
No, no, no. And uh, we're we're very data driven here. And I think the 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 rate of false accusations for that sort of thing, it's like yeah, it's literally like one in sixty three trillion, I think. Yeah, yeah. When but you, if it were express to it in a fraction for yeah. sure, yeah. But nevertheless, um it's good policy. Mike Pence is right. Yeah, Mike Pence is right. I, I totally agree. And and affairs don't start off in a bedroom with your dick and balls out. That's not the way they begin. They start in a restaurant. They don't? No. Oh. They don't. Not unless you're paying for them. They right. start right there at Applebee's. They start yes. at O'Charlie's. They start at Bennigan's. Right. Usually that type of over place. The, over the, the shrimp appetizer. Yep. And and somewhere between the riblets and the cheesecake, you realize, I think I might be able to fuck this girl. I think I think we're in love. I mean, I've, we're making a lot of eye contact. When you want to fuck somebody... I've noticed this now, especially if it's an extramarital type of thing. Okay. You never run out of shit to talk about. Mm. There's everything is so fucking interesting about this person. But but all your words oh, you are. Oh, like, you like peach iced tea? That's so funny. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. And you let's just, get a refill. Yeah. Let's get a. Why don't we just hang out a little longer? Let's be bad. Let's just have another tea. You, it's you start looking for every any kind of sexual motivation in anything that they're saying any sort of a cue that might yeah. mean I'm thinking what you're thinking yes and that's why it's so interesting you want to talk about music you want to talk about fucking TV right. movies okay top five movies shit like that oh my god you love When Harry Met Sally 2 that's so great I like the first one but the second one lost me did you like the remake <laughs> it was, yeah Leslie Jones and another woman <laughs> Um, no, you're right. You're right. Things don't start off in bed. No, they start off tutoring. Right. Or they, they start, start off, off at a restaurant. Yes. Or a bingo parlor, perhaps. Seldom is it bingo. What people don't understand about New York City Crime Report is we are like a resolutely moral show. Oh, for crying out loud. And we, if you listen to this show carefully... We will give you rules and tools for living. That's right. It's almost like a Mr. Manners kind of a situation. Yeah. You might take it that way. Yeah. And in that vein, let's look at the case of Louis C.K. One Louis C.K. Yes, he's a comedian. He's a I'm comedian. Yes, we have. He's a very well-known comedian, yeah, television he, he show is. actor. I've seen him. Yeah. Let me explain to you who he is. He is now... One of he's the premier comedian in a way, or he has been, because you know when other people come and go quickly, you know there there'll be uh, comedic stars that rise and they're there for a minute. But he's there because you know why? He's built himself this reputation. He's a writer. He's a he's really what do you call that? A uh, an auteur. He's an auteur, and he's also a, he's an exhibitionist in and of itself. That's completely fine. But these women apparently were not voyeurs, but they were outwardly willing to, to watch him masturbate. Uh, according to him, and I think I don't think anybody denies this, he's always asked beforehand. Well, that's... Can I, would you like to see my dick? Can I show you, like, you my would, dick? Would you mind if I do this now? Yeah, he would ask if they want to see it. And then when, I guess he figures once it's out, hey... It's, it's you don't expect me not to do There's something only here. There's only a limited number of things I can do with it now. Right. I'm probably not. I'm pee shy. I I, <laughs> I don't feel the need to pee. If you you need to see it in action, though. Well, two strokes away from a jerk, and uh, and then three jerks away from a squirt. 
Louis C.K. would not only just take it out, he would get completely naked. Is that true? He w- he is described as taking off all his clothes. He I, there were the two girls that I that are kind of central in it for me. It was at Aspen. I think it was like 2005 or something. Yeah. This is not recent. No, this is all kind of old. Which is another thing. Before there's, he was very famous. There's no statute of limitations on manners. But he's been pretty famous for a long time. I mean, like Lucky Louie he had back then, I think, maybe, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like he's been a well-known comedian. Sure. His specials. He used to just be a stand-up. Imagine that, a day. Now here he was on the eve of his big break. Yeah. I mean, his he's had many movie. big breaks. His big movie, though, yeah. the one, national release that was going to be a sensation, no doubt. And, oh, and, and incredible. And we're finding out about all this stuff right just in time to squash that. It looked like a Woody Allen movie. It was called I Love You, Daddy. Yeah. Well, he does kind of, he has absorbed a lot of the Woody Allen aesthetic I've noticed on his um, current TV show. That's certainly a nice way of saying that. As opposed to just saying he rips it off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the implication. And and look, Woody Allen, who who better to steal from? Cuz he's old, if, he won't be around much if, longer. If, if you you're can, a pervert, if you're yeah. <laughs> I, who Woody Allen, who I completely innocent of any perversion, as far as I'm concerned, I think that Louis. Uh, I mean, I think that I think that Woody, ironically, is the less creepy of the two now. It kind of seems that way because he hasn't masturbated in front of anybody that 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 took exception to it. I I, I could never masturbate. I I, I can even <laughs> oof. I I he would never do that. I can't imagine Woody Allen would ever. I could barely do it in front of myself. <laughs> I was once masturbating. I looked in the mirror. I had to. It was on the Shabbat. I had to ask permission. (laughs) Do you mind? (laughs) Woody's stand-up was great, though. And and, and Louis C.K. They're both great stand-up. Both great stand-ups. Their stand-up's not on trial here. And nobody's on trial. That's the thing. There's no criminal charge here. And Woody was actually... They looked for a criminal charge really hard. They, they tried. Really they had everybody. The, the, the prosecutor they had hated him and badly wanted to charge him. However, the evidence just didn't bear out. That's making a little noise. Uh, with the, uh, the the accusation just wasn't borne out by the evidence. Apparently In not. In the case of, uh, of his, the, um, the, the small kid. His, his daughter. Moses. No, no Dylan. Was, oh, Dylan, right. Moses was the uh, the one. Moses that, is the one who's on his side now. Moses is on his side now, and the one that hates his guts is, is Ronan. Ronan. Who, that sounds like an evil name, doesn't it? Ronan. Well, it wasn't his birth name. I he, think he picked that name up for himself he, later. He changed it to He's something evil. He's the one evil. who's really Frank Sinatra's son. I mean, does he? he can't deny that. He, he looks very similar. He looks a lot like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. And and I'm sure that Woody gets a kick out of that too, because that would have been while they were married, right? Yes. Yeah, Woody and Mia. Who Mia? So Mia's kind of like banging her old husband. Yeah, who happens to be Frank Sinatra and could have Woody killed if he so desired. Well, maybe Woody Allen had him killed. Wouldn't that Fra- be interesting? <laughs> if Woody Allen had had I found Frank out Sinatra that he killed, he and Mia. Well. Enough said. <laughs> Do you think that nah, that's probably not what happened? Anyway, I, I would get it. I, you know what? He should have. He should have Ronan killed if he's going to have one of them killed because Ronan really hates Woody's. Ronan is a force. Well, uh, Ronan as not as, only hates Woody Allen, but he's decided to wage war on the entire 
Hollywood sex establishment. He's right. He he's right behind all these Weinstein people for sure. Yeah, and saying, you know, this he, he he's the one who takes the claims right up to the limit of what what can be said. Forcible rape in some cases, and yeah. a, a criminally actionable. Now yeah. Weinstein, now to bring it to New York City crime, will be indicted it here in like New York it. City. It looks like it's going to happen. After after they declined to charge him before. Yeah, they declined to charge him before, but they're like, oh, everybody's oh. watching now? Oh, wait. Oh, you found out about that donation? We'll do it. We, Of course. We hate people like this. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, like, if, if he's found guilty of anything, it was some Italian actress that he supposedly uh, raped. One of them. I don't know how many there are. You know, they, they you hear so many numbers. 60 women. Shit like that, you know? Sure. But not all of those are going to be full-blown rape accusations. Very few. A couple of them are just like, I wanted to give me a massage. Right. Well, I've noticed, I mean, look, I'm not going to- Is that against the law? No. To offer a massage or to say, why don't you give me a massage? It's, is it really against the law even to say, I don't know, you're talking to a woman and you put your hand on her thigh? I okay. mean, I guess maybe technically. Uh, well, now, are you- how high up, I guess. I don't know. Because if you go for deep inner thigh, I would say that's illegal. Yeah, okay. If it's just on the top of her thigh, then, you know, well, I guess it would depend know, on the nature of the touch. Who knows? It's it, The point is there's a huge gray area. There is. And, you know, this is interesting with all of these cases because you have people accusing people of sexual assault, yes. sexual harassment, yes. sexual abuse. Yes. Right. So these are all different categories not all lumped into the same boat but, yeah it seems a little um imprecise yeah to say that these are all the same thing and not only that but even the accusations themselves are usually single source i would say just the victim right and a victim may uh if you were to you know, follow up with, with certain questions, you know, to clarify, because maybe, oh, I might have misunderstood what she said. It might turn out that I had understood it to be something that was not actually the case based on the words, my understanding of the words that she used. I, this is being very generous. Yes. Uh, so, you know, take that into account. You know, the, n none of them have been, like, strictly speaking, like, uh, what you would call interrogated or, or, or cross-examined or no, anything like that. No. So uh, the point is, it could be 160 women, you know, easily. Sure. And, and, and all, all they'd have to do is say, well, yes, me too, hashtag. Uh, and now it's really started a whole thing now. I mean, it's manners is what this comes down to because these things mostly are not crimes. What what uh, Louis did was not a crime. However, it comes down to good manners. If you are a person, uh, now he says, I I'm going to read you his statement because I think that it's relevant. His statement uh, it, it was very contrite, I would say, and uh, and he takes full responsibility for this. And he says, now this is after years. Of, he's had some time to work on the statement. But you you know what's interesting is that his his representative is named Louis K. Yeah. Well, his name is Louis C.K. Yeah. Oh, so you think maybe it's like a No, I just think it's front. weird that he has a representative with almost his name. Maybe he insists that whoever represents him take his name take in his some form. Own. Okay. Uh, he's, here's what he said. These stories are true. At the, and you, you might have heard this statement, but I'm going to sort of parse it out. These stories are true. At the time, I said to myself that what I did was okay because I never showed a woman my dick. 
without asking first. Okay. Good manners. Yeah. He says, which is also true. But what I learned later in life, too late, is that when you have power over another person, asking them to look at your dick isn't a question. It's a predicament. No pun intended, I'm sure. Did he say that? No. No. Predic- okay. He would never say such a thing. I mean, dickament. It's, it's, a, it's a... You want to just... You want you want to ideally be I guess on the same level as somebody, but it says it's it's a predicament for them. Well, as he says in one of his comedy things, like nobody fucks down. Nobody fucks down, not intentionally. Well, somebody is by definition somebody fucking to, down. Right? Yeah. yeah. In this case, he was jerking down. Okay. And you can't jerk down. No. You you can't jerk down. See, and I'll explain. It's a predicament for them. He said the power I had over these women is that they admired me, and I wielded that power irresponsibly. So. Showing your dick to another person that you have power over is a predicament, and the power is they admired you. So if you if you ask someone who uh, admires you if they want to see your dick, right? Then that is a predicament, i.e., wrong. It's problematic. Yes. So really, whether you ask or not, it's it's what you want. You can only show your dick to people who don't really think that much of you. Yeah. <laughs> who don't who who don't admire you in any way? Right. Who, who like, kind of disparage you, look down on you, maybe even despise you, dislike you. People, who it's it was hard to get in the same room with them. Really, frankly, <laughs> I'm lucky they're even here. So this is a real reach at this point. Yeah. Why would you want to see the dick of somebody you don't admire? I don't think you would. Yeah, I think that's the idea. No dick showing <laughs> by this standard. In this by Louis C.K. standards, I think that seems a bit draconian. Uh, but if you follow this, you'll definitely stay out of trouble. I guess you can only show your dick to your to your peers, to, to, your, to, to your, your absolute equals, people who don't admire you mm-hmm. or despise you. Yeah, I mean, despise is okay, but you know, again, it's going to be hard to attain. How about like if you go to the bodega, the best you can, you can hope for? If you go to just say the deli and get a sandwich or a soda. Mm-hmm. Pretty, you know, I wouldn't say that you're on equal footing with the clerk, but at the same time, it's not really like you're their boss. I mean, you're just going. although they call you boss often. When they you do, go there. they do. Okay, boss. But I always take that to be vaguely uh, hostile, racial, and hostile. Oh. Yes, because as if to say, like, because I'm white, I'm I'm the oh I'm boss. You know, like that's what they would say in slave times. So what you should say is, no, I'm not your boss. You're free. You're I free you now. I you know what if you're um, my if I'm your boss. Wait, I've heard I've already heard bits about this. I'm afraid of repeating them, so I don't want to go into that. But oh, okay, yeah, I uh, hadn't heard this. Yeah, called him. Uh, I think the bit goes, uh, "Boss," and he's like, "Okay," and then like uh, then he says, "Hey, buddy," he calls him "buddy," and he's like, "I'm not your buddy. I'm your boss." You know that kind of <laughs> shit. I think it's uh, okay. That's funny, Gary. Uh, I can't think of his last name. I like anyway, that. it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, yeah, very very funny. Though. Anyway, so with these kind of relations, can you show those people your dick without asking? Never without asking, uh, unless it's a spouse. I think you have to go all the way to live-in girlfriend or spouse. Even a regular monogamous relationship in which you're not living together, I wouldn't risk it. Oh, really? Because they might have different ideas about what's going on. Monogamy, monogamy. It's not that, you know, you gotta be living in the same home. Well, what if you're at the gym and you're in the shower room? Yes, in the locker room and you're changing and you take a shower yeah and you're walking around well 
you know, I, I now is this one of these uh, new, like, sort of inclusive co-ed kind of uh, shower rooms? I think in that I've, case, I've never been to one of those. Me neither. So you're talking about other dudes? Yeah. No, I mean, they're look, they're never going to report it. <laughs> Guys are too cool for that. That's true. They, they won't feel that it's personally directed at them. Hey, can I just now if you full blown stand there and masturbate in front of them? That could be a problem. In I fact, think- in fact, asking in that case if they could see your penis, if they you could show your penis, is a big problem. You know, before you get undressed, yeah. Say you're about to get undressed, go to the shower. You're going to be naked either either way. But if you ask the guy next to you who's also Do you changing, mind if I take my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that becomes, you're right. It becomes then an it, issue. Then it becomes then it's different. That's the one situation you're not supposed to ask. If you ask, you've blown it. Yeah, right. It's it's such a fine line it's, who teaches us the who who where do we learn these rules well you learn them here look because yeah. now yeah. there's a new application there's a new reason to learn it i mean if you're not like in the entertainment business you don't have to worry about any of this stuff if you're just really? a regular person yeah this is only for the 11 people who may listen who i don't know they are, you're a ticket taker at, at, at a, a theater or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or, or, or you, you know, whatever. You, uh, you're you pouring a large Sprite at the concession stand. Maybe you're even in a movie. Maybe maybe you're an athlete. And if you're an athlete, yeah. that's the same as show business. Yeah. How about if... Thank like, God like I got like out of show business. Magazine editor. Magazine editor, same thing. Entertainment. Yeah. Cause, even though it's cause politics. Because a bunch of, a bunch of uh, editors lately have gotten in trouble. No kidding, have yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like who? I don't know, like people who, um, people who uh, you wouldn't have heard of. I don't know, like the editor of the New Republic or somebody at NPR, Leon Weaseltier from uh, <laughs> just these sort of people. Leon Weaseltier. <laughs> no, it's that's true. a real guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leon Weaseltier. A, a bunch of like liberal oh my editors. God, I'm David Corn <laughs> from the Nation. Like the weirdest people that you never would have thought of. Leon Weaseltier showed me his penis. Well, I don't think he went that far. But, he cried know. his weasel tears. I think in like very like effete literary magazine magazines, it comes down to more like I don't know. Maybe he quoted some Emily Dickinson in a very like mm. like while the sun was going down. There was and, something provocative about yes. it. I couldn't put my finger on it. Right, right. I thought I saw a bulge <laughs> in his trousers. <laughs> maybe. But it wasn't. It was something he had in his pocket. But hey, can I just point out one thing? Um, one interesting, one of the interesting allegations in the Weinstein case. Yes, was that actress Pasta La Huerta? Yes, that's the Italian actress who. She's not a. No, no, no. This is a different actress. Oh, I see. She's uh, American, a uh, Spanish, I believe, Spanish American. Oh, she says Latina. yes. Um, no, like from Spain. Okay, I, I'm gonna stop saying things. she's on boardwalk empire what's her name again pas de la huerta okay okay she said um harvey weinstein raped her twice Mm. now i understand if you get raped by someone once that that's like really horrible that's terrible but then i would think you would then learn to stay away from that person and not go back to their hotel room you, I mean, you would think, but I mean, it's not necessarily true. Unfortunately, sometimes people are so terrified and traumatized and fearful that they will continue to be raped oh. for months and years. Sometimes even. Oh, I see. Sometimes they'll even initiate it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the weirdest. 
is when they actually initiate it and you go, you so you initiated your own yes. Yes. I called him, I said, Sup. And uh, you know, next thing you know, here we are again and I'm raped. I'm getting raped again. Raped, raped, raped. And it's called a, a violationship. Oh, is that that okay. is the term for that. Yes. Uh, oh, so that's what happened. All right. All right. Thank you for explaining that because it yeah. didn't make a lot of sense to me initially. Right. The tendency is to to take what the victim's saying and and parse it out and look for logic in it. You can never do that. It's just not done. You have yeah. to like whatever the victim okay. says. It's it's as if it was written by God Almighty. Okay. Okay. God okay. Almighty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's called respect is what that is. Now, the rapist doesn't deserve any respect. No. So believing anything about that person is, not only is it fine, it's absolutely required. It's essential. Uh, whenever a woman accuses a man, it's not an accusation. It is fact. Like, I have this friend, I was talking to him, and he said his wife said, is it even possible to rape an actress? <laughs> wow. There you and that's women turning that's, on the on, that's the, on not each other. Good. That's no. not good. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's not, not only good. is it possible, it's almost inevitable. Wow. Because they will eventually see the penis of someone they admire or have sex with someone they admire. They're surrounded by people who have things that they want. I guess so. Which equals admiration. You know, women are are taught to uh, use a certain amount of their, you know, charm. Their wiles. Their say their uh yeah their personality we'll call it and and that's all it is and that works it works it works a lot it really yeah. works a lot yeah i mean like how many times have i seen uh contrary to the uh editorial that Lori kilmartin wrote for the new york times i gotta read that well she's talking about being a woman in comedy oh now Really? Uh, yeah, but yeah, she's a woman in comedy. She's uh, so cool. She was talking about the lack of success that she might have experienced because of opportunities that she might have passed up on because there's a guy at a club that won't hits like, on her. Like coming up with funny jokes. Well, I won't say that about her. I would say that about a lot of people, but not her. Okay, because okay. she is very funny. All right, all right. Lori Kilmartin is almost the exception that proves the rule because she is so exceptional. Oh, she writes for Conan now. She has a lot more professional success than almost everybody who will be in this business. I don't even know who she is. Right. But that's fine because she's a writer. She's, she's like, why am I not packing stadiums? Oh. I like and respect Lori Kilmartin. Uh, you know, packing stadiums is something that fucking six people do. Yeah. Or, or arenas or theaters. Yeah. It's not that fucking common. How many comedians today pack stadiums? I uh, I can name a few, uh, like uh, Kevin Hart would, you know, uh, yeah. pack, uh, and and also like uh, you know Amy Schumer, she can she can draw okay. a good crowd. Uh, Louis C.K. until re <laughs> until recently. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, he's he's he won't be packing theaters for a while. I, although I would, I would immediately record a live album, and release it, and I would call it jerking it. <laughs> I swear to God, I would, because because what's happened now. With with the the whole problem isn't the way women are treated in comedy. It's the fact that they were allowed to do comedy. Mm. They have done what no generation of male comics has ever done or been able to do or ever wanted to do, and that's ruined it. Huh? They are ruining it. They have no sense of humor. Okay. They are the most humorless bunch of 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 pretenders. Mm. I mean, you're going to come out and say 
you're a comedian, and yet, you know, you can't think of one funny thing to say about this. You know, Louis C.K. jerks off in front of you. You can't write a joke about it. Right. You sit on it, and you're traumatized. That is pathetic. That's kind of an interesting take on it. Look, your, so your job is to be funny, and if you can't do that, then your job is to watch people like Louis C.K. masturbate until you get a show. <laughs> you see a lot of women doing comedy duos. They do this a lot. There's like especially stand-up comedy duos? Or? Stand-up comedy duos, and they'll do videos, and they'll go, hey, they'll try to convey yeah, this yeah. idea that wouldn't this be a great show? Uh, where they, you know, one of them will have a guitar or a ukulele or a yeah. violin, yeah. and they'll go, uh, we're so-and-so and so-and-so. Right. And then they have some song about their period. Yeah. They have some song about how guys come on them. Yeah. They have, and, and what to do with the come. Okay. Some song about, uh, you know, uh, sucking a dick or not having kids or okay. anything, you know, I'm whatever. I'm familiar with this genre. Yeah, and, and there's, a, I, I don't even, I just, I'll, the reason they get started, there's a lot of them, the reason they do this is because they're like, well, I'm not very funny. I'm not getting nowhere. You're not very funny. You're going nowhere. Right. But who knows when lightning may strike? So let's double our chances. Oh. By if lightning strikes you, you, then I'm in on it. Right. If lightning strikes me, you're in on it. That way, you have two lottery tickets. I have two lottery tickets. And, you know, we, we go on to greater well, fame. Well, that does seem very collaboratively minded. It is. It is. And that's the way women think. They they band together. Oh, okay. Into little groups. Two is about the most you can stand yeah. on stage at the same time. And sure. that's pushing it. Right. But... But on Twitter and like in the greater community, yes, they're all thick as thieves. Mm. And I think that if Louis C.K. learns nothing, and if we learn nothing about yeah. female comedians, yeah. they have no loyalty. Well, you don't have one friend, mm. not one female friend of Louis C.K. who's gone, well, he never did that to me. I always thought he was a really nice guy. I hate to see this happen. I believe that it happened. But, you know, give him a fucking break. Is that true? No woman has... I haven't heard one. I certainly haven't seen one. And you know what? If she did say that, she'd be roundly thrown out of the of the whole community roundly abused and and, wow. and and critiqued and ostracized by all these uh by all these female comedians now i like female comedians i do the many of them i like however never make the mistake of thinking that you're on the same team you're not you never will be you who's, just who's you can't your be. favorite um uh female comedian probably katie hannigan nobody's heard of her She's she works here in New York. She's very funny. Oh, she wears these gigantic glasses because she got them from fucking uh, whatever the free thing is you, where you get you know uh, eye care you know okay. from the government. Because <laughs> I asked her I'm like, why are you wearing those enormous? Her head's about the size of a grapefruit. Okay, and she's got these enormous glasses. I really like her a lot. I think she's very funny. Do you like Minnie Pearl? <laughs> Dude, she's Minnie Pearl is is sort of like a female Jerry Clower. You know who Jerry Clower is? No. Well, Minnie Pearl is very funny. Yeah. I never thought of her as a comedian, though. I don't know if she is or not. She must have been. Now, Joan Rivers uh, certainly could handle it with the boys. I'll say. And she was she was very attractive, and uh, th that was a real loss. Yeah. Who else is a female comedian that I really like? Uh, um, Gilda Radner could pack a whole stadium. Well, maybe. No, she packed like Radio City. What was she doing? That uh, I'm a little girl, look at my enormous chair thing? Mm, I don't know. She had like, I know she had a big show, a one woman show. 
a one-woman show. That's so different from stand-up. Oh, interesting. It always has to involve some sort of important theme, some sort of shit like that. Interesting. I've only had sex with maybe... I don't know. I, I'm not going to add them all up because I don't think it's that many. But I'd say six, maybe. Female comedians, maybe seven. I don't know. Okay. And it depends on what you count as a comedian, of course. Right. I'd say anybody who's doing comedy calling themselves a comedian. Okay. I've had sex with no comedians. Well, you know why? You probably uh, don't run into them a lot. Uh, no, I don't. A lot, of, a lot of female comedians will say, I don't date comedians. And... Uh, that can be taken a couple of ways, you know, because you think like, okay, I'm not gonna get laid. Okay. But you're like, well, I didn't want to date you. Oh right. <laughs> Just thought maybe we could, you know. Can you look at my penis? Uh, and it's see really if they don't admire you again. I'm just trying to set some guidelines here, and this does go for everybody. I was yeah, kidding yeah, before. Yeah. All workplaces. Yes. If you're the boss, right. you can't fuck anybody. Mm. You can't. Yeah. You can't fuck anybody. If you're the man, you can't fuck anybody. Yeah. If you're the man and you're the employee, she's the boss. You can't fuck anybody. Men, you can't fuck anybody. That's the new rule, I think. I think that's a good rule. Yeah, and I think if you do that, if you avoid fucking anybody, you will have no problem avoiding trouble in today's world. That's, that's great. That's okay. A, that's a Mr. Manners You can take that to tip. the bank. You can take it to the bank and shove it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for that uh, five-star review. Tell a friend and subscribe. And thank you for being here one more time, Seth Barron. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?